You are now tapping in with West Coast Radio. Throw up your motherfucking dubs. West Coast's number one online music source for new hip-hop and EDM. Recording live from an undisclosed location across Kilikali, from the Bay to L.A., down to Dago. Visit us at westcoastradio.tv. Now, DJ, let's get back to those bangers. This is the EDM Unplugged Podcast. I'm your host, DJ MTK, powered by West Coast Radio. On today's episode, I believe he is the godfather of G-House. He's collabed with artists, I mean, West Coast legends like E-40, Too Short, Problem, Busta, Yo Gotti, YG-400. I mean, am I missing anybody, bro? Kevin Gates. Kevin Gates, Big Bang. Gang Bang. How you doing, Destructo? I'm good, man. I'm I'm trying to make sense of it all. Kill a Cali. I like that in your guys' uh your sweeper there. I, I thank you, bro. Thank you. Throw up your doves with Destructo. Well, this is the quarantine edition and you know, we are four four or five months into this. How how are you dealing wow. with everything over there, bro? Yeah, it's uh it's, it's you know, I'm a I'm a really positive human and like man, it's like pushing me to the brink of negativity. So I'm just trying to stay paused you know, and, mm-hmm. uh, and, and push through and try to, you know, turn things around. You know, I've said a lot of times, like the 2020 turnaround, like, like when do we hit bottom and then start to bounce up? Right. You know, like I, I can't wait till new year's Eve. Say goodbye to this fucking year. Where were you at when this kind of just hit home and you're like, Oh shit, I need to get back to the fucking house. Um, Oh, in the beginning of the lockdown. Yeah. I do right before I left. I was, I was on a, well, I was on my tour. I was on the Twisted Tour, oh. and I was hitting all these cities, and, it, and I was reading about it, because I was January 5th, okay. and I was reading about it, I saw, you know, cases, I'm, I'm already paranoid anyway, you know, I got my hand sanitizer, <laughs> right. I'm always like, someone coughs, I move out of the way, like, I'm just, I've been, I've always been like that. Bro, you're like me, I, you're like, I see someone, someone with the sniffles, bro, I'm like, running the opposite way. Yeah, and so I did my tour, and then right at the end of the tour, like, I was supposed to do Denver. It was San Francisco and Denver were my last two dates. And, like, mm-hmm. they canceled San Francisco, but Denver was still on. And then Denver canceled, and so I've just been home since then. That was, like, uh, right, like, March 13th. It was, you know what? It was a Friday the 13th. Really? Yeah, I remember that in San Francisco because I was like, oh, dude, Friday the 13th, you know? Yeah. There you go. This is our home. Yeah, this is our home. I want to play this in the background for everybody. And if you guys have not yeah. heard this track yet, this is our home. I mean, let's just give it 30 seconds real quick. To, to me, this this track right here, when I when I first heard it, I mean, wh- how long have you been sitting on that? Well, that one's an interesting one because I met, so I put out a record by these guys called Mazingo. Okay. And Mazingo is basically Dorley from, he lives in Ibiza, and then Color Castle, which are two dudes that live in Australia. Okay. And they put out a record on my label called Disco Bango. That's just like sick. And so then they sent me some other ideas and I heard a lot of that song and I was like, why don't we do this as like a collab? And then now they've like jumped me into the band. Okay. So, so basically we're going to make a full album, the four of us from like across three different countries. So we did like a zoom right. uh, session on Ableton and uh, yeah, but that one, I mean, you know, they, they I mean, to me it's like, it's like an old school funky acid disco record that like I would have played in like, 1991 mm-hmm. you know and uh, i sent them some vibes and then they kind of sent that over and it was like wow like okay we're on the same page here 
but uh it's really cool no I'm, I'm excited i wish more people would hear the record like I, I don't know what to do you know what i mean like i'm trying to get the record out there it's like when you just played that melody i was like yeah well you know that that's a great that you know this is kind of you know a discussion i really want to have with you too and you before we before you jumped on you said you're in your new studio now right yeah, I well, I've been home for four months, and at my house, I have this room in the back. It was like a storage room, and like I'm basically like I've been trying to like it had mold in it, it was all fucked up. So I had to like waterproof it, like redo the floors, the windows, like everything. And I finally got like everything drywall, all that. Oh, you're done. a general contractor too. Well, no, I didn't. <laughs> I had people to help me, but I've been right. managing it the whole way because nobody pays. You know, they just want to take your money, but nobody's like helping. Yeah. And so I got it back, and then. I finally was able to start putting my turntables in here and my vinyl in here and my, like, you know, my setup for, you know, MIDI gear. And like, I just have everything in one place that I've never had. So mm-hmm. I have records from like 91 and then I have like my, my, my sampler, my K2000. I have it right here. Like I can see it. Right. I haven't seen that thing in like 15 years. Where, what, where, and this is in, in LA, right? Yeah. Where, where, what part of LA are you at? The studio, kind of like 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 LA West LA around there, you know, like okay. by um, by uh, by Sunset. Trip out, dude. We were supposed to because you've been down to the studio down in San Diego. We were supposed yeah. to o- we were supposed to open up our next one right in Skid Row after this summer. Like you know where the police station is at and the Salvation Army is. Where in San Diego? Or in LA? Oh, no, it's in LA in Skid Row. Like where by the road, by where all my friends were. Right, yes, that's how I found like Alameda, the... Alameda. Yes. Alameda right, literally right across the street from the police precinct. And I ran across it by going to AMF. <laughs> the police station is on like seven and wall. Bro, like right there on Skid Row, like grimy, you know? And then all, all this hit and I was like, there's no fucking way. There's just no fucking way. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> you feel me? Wow. Uh, I mean, yeah. but you know, talking about this track, this is our home. Let me give it. Let me give it a few. Uh, let me let me run this real quick. Yeah, I I hear like like that disco in it too. Yeah, man, it's like funky disco. That's yeah, what, that's what Mazingo is gonna be. You know, we're gonna make a full album that's like all like disco funk. Oh, you I, know, and I, like, love I mean, that. I'm really like my head, my head, like musically, my head's in the game. Right. Like I've got all these ideas and I've got all these tracks, and but like I just need to get my setup so that I can like like put it all together. Like I've never had my own studio ever. Really? I mean, not 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 in the last ten or 15, you know, I go to an office. Right, so when right. I make tunes, I'm always I go to Wax's pad. Right. You know, I go to Corey's pad. I go to Oliver. I always go to other people's pads to do it. Now it's like I'm gonna have my own situation. Shout out to Wax Motif like that. Yeah, hell yeah. So here, here's a question I really, you know, and I've been having this discussion with contacts that we have at some of the record labels we work with, and I think this is a great conversation with you. Is you know, I think the game has changed of how artists can break tracks because before you could go on the road sample a track for three or four months you know put it out on a streaming platform and the person that was you know the consumer they were like oh i remember hearing that at the club i was glad that you you know you you, you released it right mm-hmm. like how do you how how do you how do you how do we break tracks now 
what needs to happen, and I actually have an idea. Okay. It needs to be a company with like a little clip, like a video. You know, it has to be, it's basically. Like a teaser? Not even a teaser, just something that can go viral. I know everyone uses that okay. word. Like, I look at what my daughter's doing. My daughter gets in my car and she literally listens to like 17 songs in like four minutes. She goes like through like six Kanye songs, Kid Cudi, you <laughs> right. know, like Tyler, and then like back to the Kanye songs again, all in like two minutes. I'm like, what the fuck? They don't, the, no one has an attention. Thing. Right, right. So I guess I need to take that melody. Like what I want to do is get people to, to do a video for This Is Our Home, like submit a video mm -hmm. and basically like whoever submits the best one like we'll make it the official video right. and have people send us ideas and you know for me this is our home like it's about planet earth you know it's like this is they got to take care of this place like right. get people to think but it could also be like show me where you live this is our home like take our take our song and make a little clip and upload I like it that. you like like in your path i like because that I had a couple of people do that already, like organically, like Aaron Jaws, you know, the pro skater out mm -hmm. of Arizona. He like did a little like crib, 15 seconds, said this is our home and sent it to me. I was like, oh, that's dope. Yeah. So like just ways to get people to hear the song, but with a, with a visual. Right, that's right, really right, it. right. It's kind of sad, dude, but like it's kind the of the game has changed. The, the game has changed. I mean, it's crazy how much has changed just in the last four months. Yeah, you know, and, and I and I was everything comes to a halt when it comes to playing live, dude. And and, and you know, and this is a question just kind of to lead into it. How do you think the entertainment industry is going to evolve in twenty twenty one? Well, in twenty twenty, well, all I know in, in my heart of hearts okay. is that when when it's safe to go hang out with people in mass quantity, right, we're going to be raging. <laughs> <laughs> because like everybody wants to go party right now and they can't yeah well some people and do but yeah I, I feel you some people are but they shouldn't be right you right know? they're they're pressing the boundaries yeah right but so you know i think that when it when it comes back you know there's going to be a thriving a thriving uh business of or you know of, of, of people coming out and like wanting to you know, be around each other and be together again. Yeah. But what that looks like, I have no idea. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to work that out right now with my cruise ship. And, um, you know, for me, I'm just making more records. It's, it's really Back weird. Back in the studio, what, yeah. This is the way I look at it. In 2006, I've said this story like a million times, but in 2006. Tell me, tell I me. Had a, I had a record label. Okay. I had my own independent record label. I was releasing some pretty cool stuff. And guess what? Nobody bought records. Right, right, right. No one buys records. The game changed then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everything was streaming. And you know what I thought in my head? Well, if no one's going to pay for a record so I can have a, have a business and do what I love and be creative, then I'm going to have to switch. So you know what I did? I started selling tickets. Mm -hmm. I'll sell tickets. Mm -hmm. And then hard can. And then look what happened. Four months ago, can't sell tickets. <laughs> so what the hell am I going to do? I just, I love music. So I'm going to make some more records. Go back to you the know, basics. more records. But I don't want to just put the records out and then have them go unnoticed because part of putting out a record is also making it a big record. Like what, what's happened right now is everybody's into quantity, not quality. Sure. And everyone's been like, you got to put a record a month. You got to put a record. You got to stay on the algorithm. You got to, you know, and it's like, fuck all that, man. You got to make something that changes the game. True. A trendsetter. Innovating. Last forever, dude. You know, and like, 
I feel like this is our home for as a dance record. Like to me, it sounds like a classic dance track. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't even know if anyone's even heard it. I, I even, I even send it out to like my VIPs, like, like the Diplos and like the Justin Martins and dude. I don't know if those people have heard the song or not. Like, dude, you know how many fucking emails they get? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, I know, like that's funny. Like, while we're talking, I'm gonna send it to Justin right now. I didn't even think of that. Like Justin <laughs> probably would love this record. Sounds like perfect record for his set. Well, you know, well he probably doesn't even know what's out. Well, let me let me ask you this. I mean, live streaming, you know, has, you know, was the next was the next big thing. How how has live streaming been for you? And I know you were doing your Sunday uh, sermons, right? Yeah. So how, well, what happened was I was having a fall, dude. It was so much fun. Like I was excited. Then like all this happened with George Floyd and everything, and I'm just like, dude, I just got like punched like in left, right, center. Like I don't know what to do. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I I, I just kind of like shocked at the world. Yeah. And I don't want to be like negative guy. Yeah. So I just kind of like I'm not like I need to be. I'm gonna like I'm not I haven't felt that excited like DJ with everything that's gone on like it seems it took the wind out of your sail right yeah yeah it's like I, I want to do something that can actually fix the problem and I don't know what to do that's a big big question it's and, like my hands are tied behind my back and usually like I kind of know what to do I'm always like okay we're gonna do this this and this and this, and, this. and like this is just like dude are people really this fucking stupid <laughs> true God, damn they and you know what they are. Yeah, but yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to fight anymore. Like we, like we talked earlier. Like at this point, we all just need to come together. Mm-hmm. We all need to come together, you know. And I guess music can do that. Music can bring people together, you know, because it doesn't matter what you're all about. If you like the same music, you're going to be together. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know, and so um, are are you going back to the Sunday sermons, or tell me where are we at with I, that? I don't know. I mean, I, I, I you know what it is. It's like I want to do something that is is in, inspiring and creative. It's not. I don't want to just do it to do it. Like the other day, I don't know if you I saw, see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. The other day, they asked me to do a stream that was outdoors. Okay. And so I thought, oh, you know what? I'll just set this thing up, and I have a little half pipe in my backyard. And this time, like, I'll skate. Yeah, I've been watching so those videos. Excited. Yes, I got all excited to go skate on my ramp while I did it. So I did that. Like that was cool. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I'm not trying to just do a stream because everyone else is doing a stream. I'm like, how could I do? Like, did you see the last sermon where I had Justin on and I had Bob Moses? Yeah. And I that was you in your the, the one in um the was it the one in your uh I don't know if it's your living yeah. room or yeah it was in my living room but I yeah. had production so I had like these two girls dancing and then I had the dude like put them on the turntable so like all of a sudden like I had two little like two foot girls old with the graphics the yeah 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 yeah. Well, no, they were live. Like, he did a green screen, and, like, it was live. So they okay. were, like, dancing on the record, and I was, like, pointing at him and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, like, I'm trying to figure out, like, ways to do something that's unique and not just, like, okay, here's Gary in front of a green screen with a couple, you know, earth behind him. Right. Playing, like, my tunes. Like, you know, like, even that, though, I, you know, I, I, I went and looked for some new tunes, and there's some great tunes out there. I picked up a bunch of new stuff. Like, Billy Kenny's got a new one. And like Dom Dalla, and there was something really cool from. Uh, let me look at the playlist that I picked. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, as a matter of fact, that was a question I wanted to ask you. Like, what, what's what's Destructo bumping? What's on your playlist? Dude, you know what I've been bumping? I've been bumping a lot of like James Brown. Ooh, some soul. <laughs> I like. I'm like in a different place, man. Like, I'm kind of off the like the beaten path. Record. 
Well, I love I love that G House. Like what you know, I love my thing, but like I feel like I I want I always want to like change. Yeah, evolve. Make something different that sounds completely different than everything that's out there. And like I don't know, I start listening to like James Brown, and I'm just like, okay, this is like this is like some serious shit right here. You know, I mean, dude, get into it. Everybody, right down. Get involved. Hey. Hey. Even the dude in the back is like, get involved, get involved. You know, like there's just so many like cool things that they did that like we all follow the same formula when we make a dance record. Right, right. Like I want it to be more like rough and like not so digitized like everything else. You know, I don't know. I can't okay, I see what it. you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah. What um What do you guys got planned for the weekend, bro? Um, I don't, not, I mean, I've been taking these like 30 mile bike rides. Getting some cardio in? Yeah, I've been, it's really weird, man. Like I've never been, when the hell do I have time to take a 30 mile bike ride? You know, you were, you were talking about that too, you know, the positive of, you know, being in lockdown and quarantine. Maybe you can just kind of, sh- before we end this podcast, maybe you can kind of just share with everybody, you know, some of that positivity and, um, you know, some of that energy to share with everybody out there. Because you're right. We need this now more than ever. More than ever. Yeah, well, I think that the, the, probably the, the biggest benefit of all this is, is being in with family. You know, if you're fortunate enough to be with with good people, people that you that you love, that's your family, you know, for people like me who are never home and always traveling, like this is such a blessing. Yeah. I mean, I've been able to connect with my kids on like a level that I never could have before. I didn't even realize it. Yeah. You know, I thought we were like tight, but what? like now it's like every day, 24 seven, you know, my son gets up, like we go outside and skateboard, like take the dog, you know, my daughter's like, she's like the new DJ in the house. Nice. She puts on her Spotify. She whipped through like 37 songs in less than a minute. <laughs> like, what is going on? <laughs> she went through the best. Well, I mean, I think, too, you know, people on the outside probably looking in, they see you guys at events and just, you know, you guys are just having the best time ever, but they don't realize on the back end the sacrifice you have to probably put your family in. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, and that's part of building a brand and, you know, trying to be, you know, a successful artist, too. It's a double-edged sword. Yeah. I was listening to Howard Stern the other day, and he was talking about, you know, to be, to be number one, you know, he was so obsessed, but it did take time away from his family, and now he's able to kind of look back on that, you know, and build those relationships again. Yeah. I mean, and I'm, and I'm probably better than most. Like, I always run home to be with my family, even when I'm touring and what I'm doing. Yeah. But still, it's not like now i understand like my like my wife is here the whole time Mm -hmm. she's like the rock like i jump in and out you know and like dad's home and it's cool but like now it's like they got two rocks yeah yeah well no that's you know that that's good to hear And and i and i think that is positive energy to to share with everybody because now more than ever we definitely need it we definitely need it yeah we need family and we just more than anything, dude, if there's anything I could say to sum up everything that I've seen, we just need to come together. Mm-hmm. We, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. you got to put some of that shit out of your head, whatever you think, and we all got to come together because we've got to help each other. We're all in it together. You're right. Like this, that, That's just the way of the world, and nobody wants to see it like that. And I know that sounds like pie in the sky, but at least in the United States. 
No, okay? I. That's like where we live. Like, let's just start there, and and let's get a leader who's going to bring us together, not divide us. That's it. I, I agree. Start with, there. Let's just start there. I know what I was. I know what I was going to ask you. One last thing before we end the podcast, and shout out to everybody for fucking with us and listening to us. This is Destructo on the EDM Unplugged podcast, powered by West Coast Radio. That YG story you told me. What YG story? The one where you had to go to him to like um, to release oh, yeah. the track. I, let's leave it on that one. I want to hear that story again. Oh, that was awesome. Well, no, what happened was is, is we made the. Song. I like how you started that. Well, what happened was <laughs> we made the song and it was ready to come out, and then like his attorneys like told my attorneys that it wasn't going to come out. Right, and he didn't want to put it out, and you know he didn't want to do a dance thing like he got burned on some other thing he did. I, I don't really know the whole. Thing. Right, you're he, like you're like nah, I'm good, I'm good. Yeah, but they were like, and you guys you had know, already recorded the track though. Yeah, but we were never in the same. Like when we did it, like I sent him the beat, and then he called me and asked about it, and then he re- he recorded it in Atlanta. Like I wasn't in the studio when he recorded. It's the only one that I wasn't in the studio when he recorded the vocal. Oh wow! For one of, and he sent he, so he sent it to me, and um. So the lawyer was just like, you got to meet, you know, he want, you know, you got to go artist to artist if you want to get it done. Right. So I was like, okay, cool. Like, of course. I'll, yeah. Where, I'll yeah. Where's, yeah. 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 And so then like he hit me up. I remember it was my wife's birthday. Cause it, was, it was on my wife's birthday. It was like April 12th is her birthday. Okay. And we were like at the Soho house or something. He's like, you want to meet up now? And I was like, yeah. And so he, uh, I called down to the front of the, um, so I was, I was like, can you put YG on the, <laughs> on the list? And they were like, the rapper? I'm like, yeah. And they were like, oh, oh, cool. And he came up and like, we sat down and I played in the tune and he was like, he remembered the hook. Like I saw him, he started singing, I want a park. You know, and he was like, yeah, yeah. He's, like, this, he's like, this shit's dope. He's like, you got headphones, you're listening. To it. And then he was like, I'm down, I'm fucking with it, you know? Yeah. And then we got to, and then we got to put it out and, uh, and then we were going to make the video. And the same thing kind of happened. The lawyer was like, oh, he doesn't know if he wants to see the video. And then like, I talked fuck. to him. Yeah, and I talked to him, and I was like, I was like, because yeah, I, you know, if, you, if someone doesn't want to do something, man, like I'm not. You're gonna not force gonna, him. Yeah. Yeah, like when, even when I was in the studio with Too Short, like he was trying to get the groove on um, on Bust and Cheeks. Yeah. And I was like, if you're not feeling it, dude, like we don't gotta do a song. Like, I just cool. I get to hang out with you and meet you, you know. And he's like, no, 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 no. And so YG was like, um, he could tell how bummed I was because I was like, if you don't really want to do it, dude, it's cool. Like, you're like, I, fuck it. Yeah, I was like, I just threw in the towel. I was just like, all right, I don't, you know, you don't want to do it, man. Like, and then he was like, you know what? He's like, fuck it, I'm gonna do it for you. And, the, and his attorney said he felt bad, like he was, he was bummed. He, he felt bad for me because he knew how bummed I was. <laughs> <laughs> so it was kind of cool, man. So you know, we got the cool video and fucking awesome. Well, party, party up is still one of my favorite tracks of all time. I mean, for you and YG to come together and do that, and for him to finally see it. I mean, I think on all platforms, it has at least over 20 million streams. So, I mean, people yeah, definitely I, like it. Well, you know what's funny, man, is my dad always tells me, he's like, that was your best song. Like, like I could I could do like a like a Party Up, like 2020 remix, you know, and like maybe fatten it up because I feel like he killed it. Yeah. You know, but I feel like the beat and the music, like it's cool and it's definitely the vibe I wanted, but like it could have been, it could be beefier. Like it could be, you know, I, I like it very simple and basic. I wanted to be like a house record. Yeah. But I hear it now and like there could be there could be more to it. You know, we were learning. Yeah. Well, you know, but still, dude, I, I love it too. I mean, it just it's, it's what he's saying, bro. It's, I, it's what he's saying and how he's because he called me up and he was like, he goes, "What's the song about?" 
you know? And like, that, I didn't really understand because I never really done a song with a rapper and, and with rappers. Yeah. And he was like, what's the song? Was about? that one of the first one with the, with the. Yeah, it was the first one. Oh, okay. She might've been right, right around the same time. We did the one with Corrupt too. He, but okay. he came in the studio. I think Corrupt was the first, first collab that I did with a vocal. Like I never done anything with a vocalist. Yeah. And then he, he, he asked what the song was about. And originally, it's funny because Party Up originally, he did the rap. It was going to be on Hire. Okay, okay. Because, because Hire was getting going, and I thought if I put a rap on it, maybe this could blow it up. So I sent. He did that rap over Hire, and and when he sent it, and when he called me, I was. He goes, "What's the song about?" And so I was just thinking Hire, you know, because that's sampled from from Get Hire, baby. Yeah. Free bass, don't ever come down, you know. So it's from White Line. So I was like, I didn't know what to say. I just, at the top of my head, I go, you know, it's 4 a.m. You're in the club. You're fucked up. <laughs> you're trying to get some action. He's like, oh, I got you all yeah. day, bro. Oh, yeah. Like, and he was like, cool. And he, he, that was it. And I was like, okay, cool. And then, like, he sent me, like, fucking, like, 100 passes of him, like, like doing that. When wow. Dream up, like, he had it all in his, like, the way that he, and he's all those guys, man. That I've, I've been so blessed to work with, man. He's so good, and he's like funny too. You know, he has like little funny, like like. He's charismatic. Shit. He's charismatic. Yeah. Yeah. One yeah, of one of my homeboys from a uh, treetop over there. Uh, yeah, I had chilled with him when they were down here in San Diego, and he's very charismatic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know what's funny about that too? Another funny story about Ty and YG is that my dad, when I first started hard, my dad was like telling me I should book YG because he had two to the booth. Yeah. Yeah, there you go, party up. But he had two to, he had two to and, and booth. Yeah, that was, that was and, like his original classic right there. Yeah, and Ty, you know, Ty sings that Ty's on the hook. The hook, yeah. Ty's like fucking Nate Dog. I tooted in, booed it. Well, he still is. Yeah. But like when my dad, my dad was like, you should book these guys. This record's like blowing up on power. And I looked into it, and I was kind of like, hmm, this is pretty interesting. And then that was my first, like, literally my dad turned me on to it. Wow. Like, how crazy is that? Yeah, your dad's old school, too. My dad knows what's going on, dude. Yeah, he got his ear to the ground. He's like, hey, these motherfuckers are, are doing something crazy right now. Let me, you know, this is um, the EDM Unplugged podcast with Destructo. We appreciate you calling in. Stay on the line, Destructo. We're going to finish this, uh, finish it with this track right here. I think this is a classic right here. Stay on the line, Destructo. That will do the kinky thing. What about tell us to the brain mode? Like the only black person in here, brain mode, niggas. The J made me, it's the easy made me. I think it's easy to make me. Do you party up? 